Welcome, Welcome to, to Fictional, Fictional Twins. Twins. I'm Erica. And I'm Kate. And today we'll be talking about A Court of Mist and Fury. By Sarah J. Mass. Let's just start and get this out of the way. I hate Tamlin. Yeah, I hate Tamlin. I didn't even like Tamlin by the end of the last book, but after yeah. reading this book, Tamlin deserves Done. death. Yeah. That's all he deserves is death. Mm-hmm. So this book opened with Feyre being back at the spring court. She's not doing well. She's not doing well at all. She's not eating. She can't sleep. She wakes up every night and vomits her guts out. Yeah. And so her and Tamlin have separate rooms, but like they'll sleep together. Mm-hmm. Tamlin never wakes up, never helps her. Yep. And also Tamlin has nightmares. And then when he has his nightmares, he gets up and then sleeps at the foot of their bed like a dog, <laughs> which is a detail that I, I think... Yeah, it's a really important detail. Tamlin is not a real person, and he doesn't deserve rights. He's a dog. He's a dog. He He's also, a poorly trained dog. Yeah. To your point, he's super territorial, super yes. controlling. Yes. He's not allowing Feyre to do anything. Yeah. So Feyre, like, can't heal from all these experiences that she had under the mountain because she's literally just trapped with herself all the time. Mm-hmm. So Feyre right now, her only points of contact are Tamlin, Lucian, and a new character who is just such a delight, Ianthe. Which, what a horrible name. Horrible name. But Anthe is basically like an uber-sexy priestess. Yes. Who cool. is just like telling Feyre what to do all the time. Yeah. And Feyre is looking at her like a friend, but like reading it, it just seems a little like the friend who says, do this, 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 and this. And yeah. that is not your friend. Yeah. It's not a true friend. But, I mean, poor Feyre. She's never had a friend before. <laughs> this is true. So this we, is true. Can we really blame Feyre? She doesn't know. She's just trying to hold on to whatever she can get. Yeah. And so we also see, like, Tamlin being a high lord. And he's not a good one. He's a very bad one. He doesn't care about his people, really. He no. has this, how do you say it? Teeth? Tithe? Tithe? I don't know. He has this tax. I know. It's a tax thing. Yeah, a tax on his people, where he taxes them no matter if they can provide or not. And we've just... Gotten out we, of a 50-year, like, war kind of thing. They had no way to make money for 50 years. We've only been out... That was only three months ago. Yeah, we've been out of the mountain for three months. So he basically says, you have three months before we start doing this thing again. Mm-hmm. And basically, if you can't pay the day of, you have, like, three days or something. You have a very small window of know. time to pay the money. Yeah. And if not, you have to pay double next month. Which, if they don't have it now, why would they have double next month? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. He's just a and bad loser. then, if you don't do that, then basically he says that he can kill you. Yeah, he will kill you if you don't pay your taxes. Um, Which, what? <laughs> Feyre already doesn't like this. She helps a, like a water nymph pay her taxes, which yes. is... Go Feyre, go Feyre. Yeah. She knows what it's like to starve to death. Yeah, and she tries to, like, argue that point, too. Yeah, she's like, Tamlin. We're fine. Why do we need this money from these random Fey, these lesser Fey? And Tamlin's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm the man. Go to your room. Which is just basically... Tamlin's vibe for the entirety yep. of the book. And our sweet, sassy ginger, Lucian, is no longer a sweet, sassy ginger. No. Instead, he's an enabler. Mm-hmm. And he has no spine. He None doesn't stand up to Tamlin at all. He's being pushed around by Ianthe, not yeah. standing up to Ianthe, which eh, later we find out it's not really his fault. Ianthe is basically just a predator. But, but Tamlin is supposed to be 
not only his high lord, but also his friend. Yeah, and Tamlin isn't helping him at all. Yeah. So it wasn't a good start. I mean, it was a good start, but like at the it's same sad. time, it was a little painful to read. Yeah. Because Feyre was so spicy in the first book, yeah. and like she's lost all her spice. She's just broken, yeah. essentially. And she's still engaged. She's still engaged. They're planning this wedding, which Feyre's like, I hate my dress. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if we should do this. Another point of tension between Tamlin and Feyre is that she has this tattoo on her hand still. That left hand where the engagement ring is. Mm-hmm. Is covered in a tattoo that Riesland, Riesland, Riesland. Resand. Resand. Oh, God. Reese. <laughs> yeah, that Reese left when they made their bargain under the mountain. Mm-hmm. But, but. Resand has not been by to collect Thera for her week a month. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. we're owed three weeks. Mm-hmm. But he, he's been MIA. Yeah, he's been nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Reese, where you be? We get to the day of the wedding. She's wearing her horribly ugly dress that she hates. Mm-hmm. She's walking down. Oh, oh, she also specifically asked for no red roses because they remind her of blood. Yes. And I, Anthe, included yes. red rose petals yes. because yes. she's a snake. Yes. yes. Which so I was... she's already panicking about this. Mm-hmm. And then she looks down and she sees the red. Mm-hmm. So then it's even more. Mm-hmm. Intense panic, intense and panic. And then she's thinking in her head, Someone save me. I don't want to do this. Yep. No, 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 no. She's like, please help me, help me, help me, save me, save me, save me. Very clear. She's hesitating. She takes a step back and mm-hmm. Tamlin and Ianthe, what do they do? They just keep trying to be like, all right, let's go. Chop, chop. Like, yeah, come, come on. on. Let's get married. And then. Who shows up? But. Reese. The squeal I let out. I know, I was so happy. I was like, I was so pissed that he hadn't been there. I was like, this isn't like Reese to not show up to take her for her first month. But yeah. then the, the grand entrance at the wedding. Iconic. It made it all worth it. Iconic. It was literally <laughs> in the middle of it. And I don't remember what he says, but I remember it was great. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> and I also vividly remember that the wedding guests were described as like, like crawling away from him, like doing everything yeah. they could. And like... In my mind, the image of this, like, dark, sexy man appearing in this, like, beautiful spring day, wreaking havoc, and then just, like, spiriting Feyre away. Oh! It's my fantasy. Am I okay? No. But it's still my fantasy. (laughs) Like, it's just so good. And he also, like, because I hate when, like, the guy saves the girl, and it's, like, super cute and the girl's just like yes save me mm-hmm. she did still fight him on it yeah she was like don't take me i don't want this and he was like bitch i heard you i heard your thoughts which like we'll get into that later but he's like i know you want to leave and so fair does leave it's it is a little questionable because she does say don't take me but also she does want to go like she doesn't want to be at the spring yeah. court she did throw her shoe at him i love that for her i love that for them but also just the fact okay 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 so she's been with Tamlin for three months since the mountain. Mm-hmm. Within three minutes of seeing Reese, mm-hmm. he is like, you're so skinny. You're not eating. Mm-hmm. You seem horrible. I know you're having nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives Shuts her straight. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you're not okay. And he, like, she throws that sandal. He's already, like, pulling more life out of her than Tamlin is. Yeah. Because he's like you're not good and she's like i'm fine and it's like no you're not but like at least you have a little bit of your fire back yeah and 
this first week with him, just a week, she gets more information on the entire world than she did with Tamlin. Yeah, so she goes with Reese. He brings her to um, the Court of Nightmares, which is actually, like, not scary. She really likes it. It's, like, a very beautiful house, whatever, that she goes to. Yeah, and open windows. Yeah, it's amazing. And Reese is like, so while you're here, I'm going to teach you how to read. Mm-hmm. I'm going to educate you on what, what happens, where things are. Information that you need to know because you are a fae now. And you did not grow up in the fae world. Right. And he's like, and I'm going to help you train your mental shears. <laughs> that was mental shears. <laughs> mental shields. <laughs> because he, when she throws the shoe at him, Reese is like, you're very strong for a fae. Mm-hmm. And kind of figures out that she probably has some other powers going mm-hmm. on. She also like crumples a fork, I remember too. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you're really strong. Oh, he also tells her that there are high ladies exist. Yeah, she asks Tamlin, like, what would I be when I marry you? Like, what will my title be? And Tamlin is like, you'll just be my lady. And she's like, why can't I be a high lady? Because you're a high lord. And Tamlin is like, there are no high ladies. And then she tells Rhysand that Tamlin said that. And Rhysand says... Well, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. There can be high ladies, apparently. Mm -hmm. But I digress. While Farah's staying with Reese for this week, she learns a little bit of how to read. She works in her mental shields. She gains information about the fey lands. Mm-hmm. Um, she eats food. She sleeps. She meets... more, Who is Rhysand's cousin. Cousin. Cool. Hopefully Moore is like, if you want to talk, I'm here. Yeah, Moore is literally amazing. When we first met yeah. her, I was like, who is this beautiful, blonde, Iconic. friendly woman? Rhysand, at the end of the week, takes her straight back to the spring court, Farrah's like, I want to leave. And Reeson is like, cool, no problem. I, you. Yeah, it's your choice. So she See goes back. Month. Oh, yeah, he's like, you can't get out of this bargain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I love. I love it. So now we have the forced proximity trope. Yeah, the forced, <laughs> forced proximity trope. There's so many tropes in this book. There are. Farrah goes back to the spring court. Tamlin is very much like, I will get you out of this bargain. You cannot go back to Rhysand. You're mine. You're mine. Yeah, because also he does not ask her if she's okay or like what happened to her. She, He's just like described the entire court to me. Yeah. Because no one's ever been there. Yeah, no one's been to the night court and left. Yeah, so he's like, you have to tell me what you saw, what the entrances and the exits are. Mm-hmm. We, basically... I was like, all right, I don't care how you emotionally felt. I don't care. We're not even going to talk about the fact that you left during our wedding. Mm-hmm. But what's the court like? Yeah, he's just using her as a spy, basically. Because he's terrible. He sucks. So we're back at the spring court, and Feyre, she, like, works up the guts to have an honest conversation with Tamlin because Tamlin still isn't letting her do anything. Yeah, and the only time she really gets at it, because we're still doing the bargains on track. track. Yeah, the bargains on track, whatever. But so she has this conversation with Tamlin where she's like, you need to let me do things here. Like, I need to do more than just, like, plan parties and, like, Mm -hmm. be a pretty face because I'm drowning. Like, you're drowning me. And what is... Tamlin's reaction to use his magic to have a temper tantrum mm-hmm. that blows up the entire study. Yep. And that she only was safe from because she herself mm-hmm. set up a little shield using her own powers to mm-hmm. protect her. Mm-hmm. 
what? Yeah, it just, there's no... When I read that, I was like, oh, our man is about to become abusive. abusive. Yeah. They're standing there in the midst of this study that he's literally just exploded. If she didn't protect herself with these, like, new powers that she, like, barely knows how to use, mm -hmm. she would have been, like, just destroyed. Like, yeah. not, like, probably killed, but really hurt. Right. But she did say, like, if I was still human, I would have... Yeah, if she was still been... human, she would have probably died. Yeah. Which, that's crazy. Tamlin does not acknowledge the shield that she... Nope. Protected herself from because he refuses to acknowledge that she may have power. Yep. Then they they just kind of go go back about their life. They just kind of shove it down. They don't acknowledge it. Yep, yep, yep. And basically he's just horrible to her for however long she's there. Mm-hmm. And the only Are they still time... sleeping together though? Yeah, no, because after the little temper tantrum, he like apologizes oh, by, by having... love to her. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Disgusting. So he's still using Pharaoh for her body, mm -hmm. but wants her to just be, like, basically, like, a pretty face and, like, yeah. his wife. And every time Reese comes to pick her up, he, like, comments how she has lost weight again mm -hmm. and she just looks bad. Yeah. She's not doing well. And so he basically just spends the time trying to get her to fight for something. Yeah, he's trying to wake her up. Again. Yeah. So we do that for a little bit. Until. Until. So Lucian and Tamlin are going... They're going off to, like, inspect a village. They're going off to do something important. And Farah is like, you need to bring me. I need to come. I need to start doing something or I'm going to go insane. And Tamlin is like, no, you can't come. And Farah's like, well, oh. I'm coming. You can't stop me. And he's like, no, you're not coming. And she's like, yes, I am. And so Tamlin Lucian walk out of the house. Farah tries to follow them and finds that Tamlin has quite literally locked Farah in the house. The girl who was locked in a cell mm -hmm. for who knows how long. Wasn't it like three months under the mountain? Probably, yeah. I think it was. Like, it was. Full moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so three months Our girl, locked in a cell. Mm -hmm, she already, throughout the entire, this first part of the book, has already been exhibiting like signs of being claustrophobic, having really yeah. bad anxiety issues. She has horrible PTSD. Mm -hmm. Basically, she can't feel like she's trapped or else she loses her mind, which is a very very valid thing to feel after that yeah exactly so like it's not even just like she can't get out the door she can't even like get, stick her head out the window to breathe a little yeah, bit yeah she can't put her hand out the window she can't do anything yeah so she starts to panic because mm -hmm. he just panic. leaves yeah he just leaves he, he turns around care. and says like this is what's gonna happen if you can't follow me you're gonna get locked in the house and mm -hmm. then leaves so our girl has a panic attack. Huge panic attack. That is made even bigger by her magic. She melts her engagement ring off mm -hmm. her finger. So she's sitting in the middle of the dining floor. There's this like mesh of darkness and different... Yeah, she like cocoons herself yeah. in all of her powers. And no one can touch her mm -hmm. until more comes in mm -hmm. and just kind of grabs her. Mm -hmm. And Alice... Atlas? Yeah, Alice is there. Yeah, and it's basically like... Take her. Yeah, please save her. So Moore takes her from the house, and once they get off of the property, she hands her over to Reese, and then they scurry on back to Night Court. Yes. At that point, even if you were a Tamlin stan, you have to you can't stop. Be. The fact that he doesn't even know what her triggers are. I know. Or worse, point. if he did know and just didn't care, was like, yeah. she needs to stay in the house anyway. Yeah. No matter... And also, even if it wasn't a trigger... You can't lock someone in a house. Yeah. You just don't do that. Excellent point, Erica. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> 
then we end up in this new section of the book, which is Feyre is at the night court. Mm-hmm. She's out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but Rhysand ends up taking her to... Valeris? Valeris, which is his secret hidden city that he's kept hidden and protected for, like, mm-hmm. centuries. Like, before... It's been, like, multiple High Lords have yeah. kept this locked out. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, he's like, if I take you here... You can't go back, and if you do, you can't say anything. Yeah, he was like, "You, you, this is our secret, Feyre. <laughs> our first secret together, Feyre. <laughs> yeah, so she goes. Velos is this beautiful city that was untouched by the war mm-hmm. because it was a secret. And <laughs> Rhysand lives in a townhome, yeah! which I think is so funny. He lives in a townhome. We meet his, his besties. Inner circle. He has friends. We and meet. They're amazing. They're amazing. The found family witty that I yes. that I want. So there's Cassian, who is big, burly, long haired, <laughs> general. Yeah, generally hot. Then we have Azriel, who is a shadow singer. Yeah, I don't know. He controls shadows, and they whisper to him, and he's just really dark and. He's the ultimate spy. The ultimate spy. He's he's got like an even darker past he's than anyone else. The definition of dark and mysterious. Yeah, he's got like all these scars and stuff. Very hot, very good. Mm-hmm. More is there. And then we meet Omrin, who yes. is not Fae. But she is trapped in a Fae body. Yes. But she used to be something even more powerful than a Fae. Yeah. She was like they describe her as like a monster, I think, from like another world mm-hmm. who back when the cult whatever was happening. She slipped in through the cracks, got stuck here. They trapped her in Fey body. Mm-hmm. And she is also, she's like the second. Yeah, she's Reese's second. And yeah. then Moore is her, his third. I love the fact that the women are before the men. Yeah, the women, the women are more important than the men. Yeah. So yeah, they're basically all hot badasses. Yeah. And so they kind of all like try to befriend Feyre a little bit. Cassian starts training Feyre. Mm-hmm. They all like build up this relationship because Feyre has agreed to also work with them yep she's she's like i'm i want to stay here i don't want to go anywhere else yeah i feel safe here and like resand respects her boundaries that she sets and he this is this is the start of resand his theme of being like Feyre, you have a choice and your choice i respect your choice and no i will never i'll never take away your choice <laughs> Yeah, Rhysand's favorite word is choice, which yes. he's choice not... Choice and consent. Yeah, which I love. I love that. But also he loses a little bit of his edge in this book. He gets a little soft. He's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize in the first one, but he is a simp. Yeah, and he's always been a simp. But He oh just well. hit it. Yeah. So then we find out that there's been this war going on and Amarantha was part of that and Amarantha was one of Highburn's like lackeys like yeah. one of his tools it was kind of like a trial run a trial run of an invasion of Pranthia 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 Pranth- <laughs> the, the, where they are yeah but so we also find out that you know from the last book Amarantha had that ring that was an eyeball and she also had somebody's finger bone and now we find out that highburn has that ring and that finger bone and that he's going to resurrect jurian mm-hmm. i don't really understand why this is such a big deal i don't either but it, i don't 
It's a big deal, though. I think it's a big deal. And basically, if he can do that, then it's a matter of, like, well, what else can he do? I guess so, yeah. And he could just take over everything and destroy everyone and resurrect whoever he wants. They want to... I think he wants to take over the human world, too. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, bad stuff that is kind of glossed over, in my opinion. Yeah. We just don't really... It's never really emphasized why Highburn is so evil. Like, we know he's evil and that he wants to kill everyone, but, like, we don't really get why. Like, why does he care? They're trying to figure out how to stop him. So Amran is like, you have to go to, you know, who can answer these questions. You have to go to the Bone Carver. And the Bone Ooh. Carver is this mystical being who's yes. in a in a top security prison. Which in a, is in, in a another, mountain. <laughs> we love mountains here. Sarah J. Mass, she loves mountains. We love a mountain. They go to the Bone Carver. You don't really know what he looks like because everyone sees him as something different. Mm-hmm. So she sees him as this eight-year-old little boy, which mm-hmm. is terrifying mm-hmm. because he's creepy. He's very creepy. <laughs> now it's a child, which just makes him creepier. Yep, it's just like a little boy playing with bones. Yeah. But the the little boy, the bone carver, tells them that there is a book. A book mm-hmm. that they need to find that will give them the answers to the cauldron, which is what Tyburn is going to use to resurrect Jurian. And if they can find this book, then they can get the answers and they can overtake Highburn and save the world. Yes. And how do you find the book? Feyre. Feyre is the answer to all questions. Every single question. Because when she was made a Fey, she was given part of every High Lord's powers. So she is something from every court. Yeah, and she was also like made yes and like calls to like and so the book and the cauldron are made or make things i'm saying made when you picture me saying made i'm saying with a capital m (laughs) (laughs) there's a difference yeah but basically what it means is like she kind of feels where it is yeah and it's called drawn whatever you want to call it right to it so to test this out resand is like Let's see if you can find something of mine. And so he takes her to... I guess there's like some... There's no man's land that exists in these fairies' lands. Yeah, that's... It's not part of a court. They just kind of have like a... That land just has like a hierarchy. Yeah, of the fae. And the weaver is at the top of the hierarchy because she just kills whoever enters her (laughs) house. Killing machine. So, but Feyre gets sent in there, and we don't know what she is looking for. Just mm-hmm. that it's something of Reese's, and she has to find it. Yep. It so, ends up being a ring. Romantic. Cute. Romantic that Reese sent her in to almost be killed just for to a find ring. a ring. But so she finds it. She beats up the weaver on the way because our girl Feyre, she's getting her mojo back. She's getting it. She's getting it back. She's getting it. She's feisty again. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she gets she gets this ring and Resand's like, mission accomplished. You can definitely find the book if you want to find the book. <laughs> but, oh God, it's so weirdly complicated. Yeah. So they know because of some reason that half of the book is in the Fae lands and half of the book is in, in the, the mortal, mortal worlds. So they need a mortal emissary to talk to the mortal queens yes. who have the book. And who do we know who's mortal that's left? Feyre's sisters. sisters. <laughs> Nesta and Elaine are back with a vengeance. The dad is conveniently out of the country. <laughs> the dad wasn't important to the story anymore, so he ceased to exist. Yeah, basically. so he's just like constantly traveling. So we show up 
and they are not happy to see Feyre. Yeah, Feyre goes with, I think it's Resand, Cassian, and Asriel. And they go and they're like, hey, hey can up? we use your house for like a very dangerous and very important meeting mm-hmm. that might save the world? Nesta says no. Yeah, Nesta, classic Nesta. Says no. No. But Elaine convinces her to because she's like, Feyre gave up so much for us when Mm -hmm. she was here. The least we can do is loan our house for a hot second that they only have because of Feyre. Remind you. Really? They only have the house because of Tamlin. Why doesn't Tamlin take away their fortune? Because Tamlin's still like actively trying to get Feyre back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you take away. Stupid Tamlin. Yeah. Let me literally leaves a note that says, don't find me. And it's still like, let's go. <laughs> but so while we're at the sister's house, who has intense immediate chemistry? None other than Nesta and Cassian. It's so obvious from the moment they meet that you're like, oh, okay, it's only a matter of time before they yeah. get together. So we'll see how that ends up panning out because they, <gasps> they don't have that much interaction in this book, but like, we'll see. I'm sure they end up together. I'm like, if they don't end up together, I will be so surprised i will too but is it like i can't tell if it's actual feelings or just like sexual attraction but is there a difference in these books i don't know if there is (laughs) it gets all i don't know i don't know because there's also our poor our poor boy asriel who is clearly in love with more the whole book and more is just like "Mm." yeah more is like i can't be faithful to anyone yeah. But whatever. So it's sad. That Wait, was all. That yeah. was all, basically. They... Basically, they end up convincing them to have a meeting, and they're like, we will work, Reese, Cassian, and Aisy will work on bringing the mortal queens and setting it up. Yeah. They leave the mortal world. They go back to Valeris, and they're like, we have to go to Summer Court. To because... look for the book? Yes. Did they know the book was going to be there, or they just decided to look there first? I think they they knew. I don't know how they knew. Okay. The they have, they have so much knowledge. Them. I know. The so, Bone Carver probably told them. The Bone yeah. Carver... The Bone Carver is so conveniently that, like, we're the omniscient yeah. like, guide that has all the answers for them. Mm-hmm. Like, without the Bone Carver, we have no book. No, because <laughs> none of this would have happened. Nope. None of it. Um, um, so they go to the summer court. They yes. meet... Tarquin? Tarquin. Who is the new High Lord. Like, fresh. Fresh High Lord. Yeah, fresh High Lord. Who may who may be age-appropriate for Feyre, honestly. More age-appropriate than Resand because Resand is, like... like, centuries old. Yeah, it's really creepy when you think about it. Age but gap. we don't think about age it. Gap age gap Age gap Feyre flirts with Tarquin. Rysand flirts with another one of the females in mm-hmm. that court. It's actually... Kind of sad because they like Tarquin. They do like Tarquin. But and they have to kind of screw him over to yeah. get the book. Yeah, but they do like him. But mm-hmm. Feyre and Rhysand are also jealous of each other because they're, they're doing their flirting thing. Yeah. Um, but then Feyre feels the book. They steal the book with help from those water nymphs from chapter, like, two. Mm-hmm. Because so, water nymphs, they always repay a debt, apparently. They always repay the debt. <laughs> they don't steal it well. <laughs> Because they get caught. <laughs> so then there's also, they also get sent blood rubies from the summer court, which basically means you have greatly offended us. So now the only way to repay your debt to us is by us killing you. Yeah. Classic. So 
you know, the friendship's over. Yep. Really upsetting because Reese liked him and Reese Reese liked him. Court friends. And also, Amron was there and Amron met this man named Varian. Yes. Who was just some random fae. But Amron and Varian. I think he was like the prince. He is the prince. He's the prince. But Amron and Varian have something going on. And Amron's like, he can't tell if he wants to hate me. Or if he wants to have beautiful hate sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of relationships that I love. But I think Varian also, like, eventually sends her a necklace. Yes. Romance. Yes. Romance. Kind of like, sorry, you have a blood movie. Here's mm-hmm. a necklace. Yeah. But so they have the book now. And Amran can read it because it's written in the language of her people. Convenient. <laughs> Convenient. Um, and we get word that the mortal queens are ready to meet. So we meet however many. Are there seven? But six? Only, only six show up, or are there five that show up and there are six in total? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a, I don't, the Mortal Queens part, honestly, didn't need to happen. It was just, like, really confusing, and, like, basically, to, just to sum it up, they don't believe them. The Mortal Queens don't believe the face and yeah. more, even mm-hmm. though they know who more is, because more has been around for a while as well, <laughs> and more apparently has, like, the power of truth. Which I don't know what that means either. Why doesn't she use it more often? (laughs) (laughs) But basically it doesn't go well and they're like, we need proof. So then our inner circle gang has to go figure out what proof to bring. And Mm -hmm. they're like, we will give them Valeris. Yeah. To prove that they're not mm -hmm. horrible people. Yeah. So they have to get this. Basically, I think it's like a crystal ball that will show the human queens of like a vision of Valeris. Yes. And the crystal ball is in the Hewn City, which is the Court of Nightmares, which is what Amarantha saw when she came to the Night Court and yeah. she modeled under the under the mountain off of. Yes. Basically, that's what everyone thinks Night Court is since right. they don't know about Valeris. Mm-hmm. What, how they work that out is like they basically let Moore's father run the show down there, mm-hmm. but Reese is still High Lord. He just kind of lets them do whatever he wants. Yes. And when they show up, Reese is more of who he was when he was under the mountain. He's this cocky, arrogant. Yeah, he puts on that persona again. Like, don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. More Cassian and A's will also have these personas of like, we're bad people. Bad people. <laughs> don't get on our bad side. Mm-hmm. We run the show here. Mm-hmm. And what is Feyre's part? <laughs> she has to play Reese's whore. <laughs> Classic. I swear to God, the only reason that Sarah J. Mass made that a point is to force Resand and Feyre to be like physically intimate with each other. Yeah. Because then like Feyre is sitting on Resand's lap, they're touching yeah. each other. It's very obvious that they both are attracted to each other and it's like not a joke. Yeah. It's very much not a joke. But it's also like weird because like as like they're doing this, it she'll you get like little things of like they talked about this the night before. Mm-hmm. They kind of set like limits and boundaries, and he apologized for everything that was going to have to happen. Which is just—it's like, all weird. We love consent and choice. Yeah, but like the outline and the formatting of it. Yeah, that part was weird. Yeah, I just didn't love that part. But so they get the they get the orb and they return to Valeris and they celebrate this beautiful holiday. Starfall! Starfall. So beautiful. Which is beautiful. Also iconic that it's on the same day as, like, the thring oh, co- yeah, calamari, this, not calamari. The, the car- calamari night where Tamlin... <laughs> it's not calamari. 
So basically the holidays in spring court are that Tamlin just has like terrible non-consensual sex with someone. But in this, in, in the night court, they, they celebrate fallen stars. Yes. So like, Which is beautiful. It's beautiful. She and Reesan have a little moment of intimacy. Yeah. She smiles for the first time at him. Mm-hmm. He falls in love. Yeah, but he's been in love. He's been in love. But then she's also like kind of fallen in love. Yeah, she's like, I'm feeling some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, cute moment. Cute moment. <sighs> so much is happening. Literally so much happening. But then, okay, now we go. Now we go to an Illyrian camp. Illyrians are the type of winged fae that... Cassian and Azriel fully are. Mm-hmm. Reese is half because his mom was. Right. And that's where we get the wings. They're just these, like, warriors mm-hmm. who are super, super strong and really good in battle. And Cassian and Azrael are, like, the tippity-top of the chain. Yeah. And they have these things called, like, siphons, and most Illyrians only have one. But Cassian and Azrael are so powerful, they each <laughs> need, like, seven. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so extra. Like, why did we need to do that? Feyre and Resand are training? Yeah, they go up to the woods to and, train. And who pops up? But our nice, old, sassy ginger, Lucian, to save Feyre and take her home, even though yeah, even- Feyre literally left and, like, she sent a note. Yeah, she sent a letter that was like, don't, I left because I wanted to, don't come after me. Yeah, but he's like, I'm gonna save you from these horrible people, time mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. She shows Lucian that, she has all these powers now, mm-hmm. and then she's strong, and she's a fighter, and then she also calls Lucian out for not helping her. Yeah. Because she says, you were my friend, and you let him do all that stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And, and props to Feyre for finally being like, you were spineless, I deserve better than you. Yeah. And it kind of cements her spot in Night Court. Yeah. Because it, that's her, like, actively choosing. Yeah, because she, she could have gone with Lucian. Yeah. She did so Reese and Feyre have decided to stay in a hotel for the night. The fact that there is even, like, a hotel to go to. Where are we? I don't know. Like, it's so stupid. But so they, of course, there's only one room available. And that one room only has one bed. And it's a small room. It's a small room. And she and Reese have to share it. Blah, no blah, one blah. can sleep on the floor. And they're very cold. And they have to share body temperature. <laughs> but basically, like, this night, I feel like the, the point of this little, like, excursion was to emphasize that, like, she and Reese have this tension, but, like, they both are, like, holding back. Mm-hmm. But they hook up at the hotel. You're correct. They do. Wait, they're not holding back. <laughs> they give in to it. They do. And, but Reese doesn't let Feyre do anything to him. Yeah. He just because Feyre says she just wants something for fun. Yeah, she's like, I just that's just let's just do this for fun. And she's such a liar. She's lying to herself, I but know. she thinks he doesn't want anything serious. Mm-hmm. I hate miscommunication tropes in my entire being. Me too. His wings were out, mm-hmm. and he basically tells her that like wings to Illyrians are like these like super sensitive. Yeah, like she could make him climax just by touching his wings, which yeah. is so disgusting. <laughs> But so, yeah, they do. They fool around a little bit, whatever. Yeah. And so they wake up in the morning. They're not talking about the fact that they obviously are in love. Nope. Um, and they start flying, flying home. 
and there is ash arrows being thrown and attacking them yeah so they get attacked because reese has had like his magic being tracked and someone's been after reese we apparently (laughs) apparently he kind of like sends her away reese gets taken Mm -hmm. she hunts down him i guess yeah so yeah yeah recent well no this is this is how it goes down recent is taken and they like take his clothes and like make a trip like two trails so one trail has recent himself and one one has just his clothes but because they hooked up the night before favor's smell is all over reese so she doesn't follow his smell she follows her Her own own smell which is ew ew but so she finds him, she gets rid of all the, the captors, and then she's like, I have to save you, but she doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? She traps a surreal. For the second time. Apparently it's, it, at the start of the book, we learned this is apparently very hard to do. Yeah, Resand has tried to do it and can't do it. And she's like, what, two for two, three for three? Yeah. She's on a record yeah so she, um, she gets the surreal the surreal tells her how to save him but then the surreal also drops the little fact <laughs> that reese is her mate and the mating bond has been in place for the entirety of the book <laughs> <laughs> let me say that again the mating bond has been in effect for the entirety of the book. First of all, the fact that there is mating bonds is... I I have no words. But even though it's there, neither one of us were really surprised that they were, I think. No, I wasn't surprised. I was like, they... Well, I, I'm surprised it happened this early. Yeah, I was too. I thought that... Basically, the theme with these books is, like, I thought that, like, things were going to happen, and then they do way sooner than they, they, I think they will. Yeah. And also not the way I wanted them to happen. I I did not want a surreal to be the one to tell her that. I know. It's kind of lame. But so then Feyre is super angry, and she, like, she gives Rhysand the antidote, which is her blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then she, like, flies him back to the Illyrian camp, basically just dumps him in the mud and says to Moore, take me somewhere else. I can't deal with this stupid idiot who's lied to me for so long. So he's left with Cassian. Moore takes her to a cabin that the inner circle uses as a safe place to escape. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "There, whatever you need, the cabin will provide you. I'll come back to check on you. Let's not forget, there's like a war going on. Like there are the thing, things happening outside of Feyre's little like dysfunctional love life. Like yeah. people are dying. There's like huge threats to all of civilization. Mm-hmm. But Feyre is just chilling in this cabin. For multiple days. Also, Reese was just, like, stabbed. I know. Almost died, and she's still just hanging out. And what is she doing, you ask? She's painting. She's painting. And, and I understand that this was supposed to be some iconic moment when it's like she's finally, like, brought back together because mm-hmm. she's doing something she loved. She's painting. But the timing of it is just horrible. It made me so angry. <laughs> she's also not painting on, like, canvases <laughs> or, like, paper. She's painting the cabin. 
<laughs> yeah, the cabinet itself. The cabinet she doesn't own. That, like, she has no claim over. That she can, she knows is important to the other people. She's painting the walls, the furniture, any surface that she can. She's just painting it. And more is like, I'll paint yourself on there, too. Like, it doesn't have a problem with oh it. Oh, my God. But I have a problem with it. I know. It. Farah is literally insufferable at this point. I'm like, Farah, the world is not revolving around you. There are more important things going on. Oh, my God. <sighs> So yeah, so basically she's also wearing leggings and that made me angry because yeah. why are there why are there leggings in a fairy world? Whenever Feyre needs to get cozy, she puts on fleece leggings, thick socks, and a white sweater, and you know that is what Sarah J. Mass wears when she writes. Yep. Cause this is all a self-insert fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Fair's been there for a while. And Reese shows up. Yeah. Cause he, he it took him a bit because the man had a heel. Yeah, the man. And then had to convince Moore to tell where Feyre was. So he shows up, and basically Feyre's like, explain, like, explain, but do you want me to make you some food first? <laughs> and then he kind of like short circuits and goes, You'd make me food. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, why is that like a major thing? And basically, when two Faye are mated, when, because also in the book, they're not called women, they're called females. When the feet, which that's annoying in and of itself, when the girl makes food for the boy, that is the girl accepting the bond. Which. <laughs> what? It's so stupid it's actually so stupid like why why is what that? 1950s trope is this i don't know i don't know but so fair is like okay we'll explain and then we'll see if i offer you the food or not and it's like we all know she was gonna offer I the know. Food. he could have just said like i found out two seconds after you were turned into Faye. yeah she would have been like okay yeah but so basically rice and recent tells us this whole story about how he wait but like okay it was this, a long time. It was a long time. It was like he had been seeing visions of her since, like, before she knew about the Feylands. Like yeah. He, he had seen visions of her hunting and painting when she still lived with her yeah. family. But, like, never... And, like, when they were at the hotel, one of the things she mentioned was that she painted the... all the things. And she said that she painted stars. And she mm-hmm. didn't know why she painted stars. But she was like, I think I was looking for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've been looking for you for a long time, too. Yeah, which is like, super, super it's sweet. so cute. And then it's even sweeter when you find out that he never saw her face because he was kind of seeing what she saw. Mm-hmm. So he saw her hands. Mm-hmm. And when she was painting, after he, seeing all these like glimpses of her daily life, he kind of sent her an image of the stars. Yeah, so she painted it. And she painted the uh, stars. But, like, why did that happen? Like, why did they have that bond? We never know. I think just because, like, I don't know, I guess that's just, like, a mating, mating bond. Their mating bond is so strong. She you're, was human before. You're right. You're right. Their mating bond. They can't be tamed. No, They're no, so no, strong. No, no. So strong. He also, like, when she's at spring court, I think the images got more clear. Mm-hmm. And he could, like, smell things now, too, because she was in closer proximity in the Fae world. Yeah, and, so, he, and he knew what spring court looked like, so he was like, I have to see yes. her. So then we learned that, like, in the first book, when they first meet, he was literally yes. there to look for her. Yeah, he, but he didn't realize she was with Tamlin. He just knew that this person was there. Right. And if you recall... 
he says, like, when he meets her, like, I've been looking for you. I know, you. his first words to her, I've been looking for Which you. Which is so cute. It is cute. Especially now, you know, like, he literally has been for... Yeah, he has been. So long. For so long. And he was like, all I wanted to do that night was just see you. And then I was going to leave yep. and let you live your life. Because mm-hmm. this is not what he wanted for her. Right. But then she, like, called him back and, like, they had a little more of a, of a moment. It's beautiful. He I'm also sorry. hears her thoughts that he was the most beautiful man yeah, he's he, ever seen, which he, is he, iconic. He knew, and he's like, you were the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, Feyre, which I love that. I love that for them. Mm-hmm. But we also find out that Resand, you know when he scared Tamlin enough to send Feyre away? He did that on purpose mm-hmm. because he didn't want Feyre to be in the Fey lands because he knew yeah. she would get hurt. So Because he would rather her be safe away from him yeah. than in danger with him. Yeah, oh my god, I love I love that. It's the bare minimum the bare we're looking minimum. for. But when she had Tamlin at the start of the book, she deserves this. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, anyway. yeah, so basically he's just like, I've loved you forever and from the moment I met you, I've been secretly, like, helping you, yeah. trying to save you. And he basically figured she was his mate when she was a human. And then when she turned fey, he felt the bond snap into place. And the reason he wasn't there for the first three months was because he was like, if you were happy with Tamlin, I was going to have you be happy with Tamlin. Yeah, he was like, I would let you be with him rather than just claim you over something. But also in those three months, he was like healing himself because he had spent 50 years being sexually abused. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway... Um, so then Rhysand finishes his tale, and Shayra's like, so you want this super what, babe? <laughs> <laughs> so he eats her soup, and then they spend the next three days banging. And again, there's still a war going on. There's still a war going on, but they can take some time for some smut. Take a minute, yeah. This was like, this was like almost the only smut in this book. I'm really, I thought these books were so smutty. I did too. Book Talk has lied to me. These are not boring no. with plot. Like, this is plot with like a little bit of spice. <laughs> but I think maybe the, the book that has the gray cover, I think, is supposed to be the smutty one. The fourth one? I don't know. I hope it's the fourth one. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it's supposed to be, and, but it's also the thickest one. Oh. But if it's all smooth. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I just feel lied to, because I thought, and after the first one, I was like, oh, maybe it's the second one that's yeah. smutty, but it really was not. Yeah, these books have way more plot. Like, they're still not very good, but they have a lot more plot than I was expecting. Yeah. Is the plot very well thought out? Questionable. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So then um, they eventually go back to rejoin society. Rejoin society. <laughs> After spending just a few days just yeah. fucking. And so they go back, they meet with the queens. The queens mm-hmm. are like, no, we won't give you the book. But psych, one of the queens brought the book and left it for them anyway. Because yeah. she was like, I loved that city that you showed us. I trust you. Here's- oh, and the letter. Oh, oh, yeah, and she was convinced by the letter that yeah. Rhysand wrote that he was wrote like, a, I love, I loved a, a human I, woman. Yeah. I need to save her people. Yeah. So they get the book. Then they're about to go to Highburn. They're planning their Highburn escapade. I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> their heist. Their heist. Their heist. To go um, get rid of the cauldron. But then Valeris gets attacked, mm-hmm. which is very minor. Despite... It was minor, despite the fact that it was literally an attack on this city that's supposed to be a secret. Yeah. Nobody was freaking out. No. 
But yeah, so it gets attacked. Feyre helps save the city. Mm -hmm. Then they go to Highbird, where the plan just goes wrong. Yeah, because Feyre is supposed to be able to, like... Put the two books together. Yeah, put the books together, and then... No, no, not put the books together. Oh, yeah, she isn't supposed to, but then she does. Yeah. Like like an idiot. But she's supposed to be able to, like, break the cauldron or something. And she can't do it. She passes out instead. We find out that Tamlin and Lucian are there. They betrayed... The entire Prithian. Yeah, the, yeah, the entirety of Prithia and have allied themselves with Highburn just Simply so that... Highburn said, if you do this, I'll bring Feyre back. Yeah, Tamlin. Dumb. What? She doesn't want you, Tamlin. No means no, No Tamlin. means no. And also, like, what a horrible... Like, how pathetic. You can't get her back, so you, like risk your entire like world yeah literally the entire world uh but we've also seen tamlin now for the first time oh we found out that he killed reese's mom and sister yeah because if you remember tamlin in the first book says that reese and his father killed his entire family and you're kind of made to feel bad for him because you're like oh my god i'm sure you did nothing to deserve that mm-hmm but Reese and Tamlin were friends when they were kids, like when they were younger. Mm-hmm. When they were both just High Lord's sons, they were friends. Mm-hmm. Reese would also be sent to like Illyrian camps to learn how to become like a soldier. So he didn't just rely on magic. And so he kind of knew those roots. Mm-hmm. He told Tamlin that his mom and his sister were going to come visit him. And usually he meets them halfway and then he takes them, he goes with them to the camp mm-hmm. as kind of like an escort to protect them. But he wasn't able to do that. So Tamlin knows the route they're taking and where they're going. So Tamlin and his family go and just kill the mom and the sister. Yep. And keep their wings as trophies. Keep their wings as trophies. So again, Tamlin deserves death. Yeah. And when they go there, Reese stops his father from killing Tamlin because he didn't want to wipe out the entire line. Mm-hmm. But he wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. So he was like... That's how it is. And if, if you have any sense of support for Tamlin at all after this book... Yeah, we're not friends. No, we won't get along. Yeah. Death to you. But Whatever. it goes wrong. He also... Highburn also has her sisters and yep. the mortal queens. Mm-hmm. And to show the mortal... Because he's like, the mortal queens, I'll let you become immortal if you help me. Yep. After these queens gave... Feyre and all her friends so much shit for being Fey and immortal. Yeah, they're like we, we want that. Be. <laughs> so yeah, Highburn's like, in order to prove that I can turn you into Fey, let me just dip these two little sisters in here. Yeah. So he shoves um, Elaine into in the first. cauldron. Yeah, literally into the cauldron, which is conveniently yeah. the size of a bathtub. Convenient. Convenient. But so Elaine goes in, and then he flops her out. She's all wet and pale. And immediately. Lucian finds out that Elaine is his mate. They make eye contact, and Lucian's just like, Mine. You're my mate. What? And Elaine is also, Elaine's engaged to this mortal rich Yeah, some mortal man who hates Faye. Yeah, but she loves him, apparently. Yeah, she does love him. I wonder if he'll ever come back. I don't know. I don't know if there will be any consequences about that. Probably not. Probably not. It's probably lost in the sauce. Yeah. But yeah, so Lucian's like, that's my mate. Mm -hmm. 
And then that also makes Feyre mad because she's like, back up. Yeah, she's like, excuse me, Lucian, you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. And that also makes Nesta mad. Mm-hmm. So Nesta's kicking and fighting her way to the cauldron. Yep. Nesta, she still yeah. gets shoved down. But like the badass she is, she just points a single finger at this man. At burn. And gets shoved down into the cauldron and she pops out. And when she pops out, there's this feeling of like, there's something more to her. Yeah, like the earth shifts and they're like, Nesta yeah, is like, Faye, but like also she's something more. And yes. and it's like implied that like Nesta has stolen something from the cauldron. Yes. But we don't know what. We, we don't, don't know, know what. what she is. But I'm excited to find I'm excited out. So basically, the Feyre is like, no way out. What do I do? What do I do? So she fakes everyone out and convinces everyone that Rhysand has had her under some kind of spell. Yes. And she's like, Tamlin, please me. take me home. I'm just small mm-hmm. and pretty like you want me. Please save me. And, and the reason this works is because they're magic has been like neutralized so yeah. she says like the spell was neutralized with the magic right 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 um, uh, whatever that means and then she's even takes it a step forward mm-hmm. and she looks at the king and she's like break the bond yep she's Reese like, is panicking yeah Reese is like don't break the mating bond i love her i've loved her for years i loved her since she was born very much renesme jacob vibe <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes back to Twilight in my world. Um, but she's like, break the bond. Break it, break it. And so Hyburn does. Breaks the bond. Just the bond. It's very sad. Yeah, um, I, I was really upset. I was like, wait, no, no, no. I just, was so upset. I was like, they just got together. Like, how are they going to, can they still sexy time if the bond is broken? I was also like, how does that even happen? I know. I, it doesn't. But come to come to find out. The inner circle gets out. Mm-hmm. She goes back with Tamlin and Lucian to mm-hmm. Spring Court. And then we have a chapter from Reese's point of view. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Amrin's like, that's not possible. That's ancient magic. No one can do that. Yeah, she's like, it's not possible to break the mating bond. Yeah. And Reese says, you're right. We're like, what? Yep. And it comes to find out he just broke the bargain that they made. Mm-hmm. So that's why the tattoo on her left hand went away. Mm-hmm. But he says if they were smart enough to take off the glove on her right hand, they would have seen another tattoo from when they went to a priest, had the bond confirmed, mm-hmm. and made our girl Feyre High Lady mm-hmm. of the Night Court. Mm-hmm. So, so the High Lady of the Night Court is now a spy in the Spring Court, and she's going she's gonna, to fuck shit up mm-hmm. and reese sends her like a comforting little thought down the bond she sends one back mm-hmm. and she's like i'm ready yep. to destroy yep but okay this is the only thing that bothered me is we've never had a chapter from Reese's perspective and yep. the only reason we did was to like create this mystery of the bond but also the whole story has been from fair's perspective and we've always learned things while Farah learns them and experiences things while Farah experiences things. Yeah. And we didn't experience the 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 ritual and her becoming a high lady simply yeah. because it was convenient. Yeah. Which that bothered me a little bit. Like why I did we to see it? I know. Like They the, basically got married. Yeah, and the only reason it wasn't included was so that there would be this like moment of us thinking that 
Feyre and Resand had broken their bond. They also did it the night before this Highburn heist, and it's like, shouldn't you be sleeping and resting? I like, know. Some stuff done? I don't know. But instead, they, how'd you even sneak out? I don't know. I think a, 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 something that I've noticed with these Sarah J. Mass books is that Sarah J. Mass loves to have high stakes, but there's rarely any, like, actual, like, fallout from them. Like, there's no consequences that the characters face. They just, like, yeah. wiggle out of situations without any lasting consequences. Yeah. But at least Farrah can read now. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentles and ladies. We've come to the end of A Court of Mist and Fury. What? Simply what? Where do we go from here? To the third book, obviously. Well, she, I know. <laughs> but, like, what happened? Like, this war. I, honestly, the war is more engaging than I thought it would be. So I'm excited to see what yeah. happens. I'm actually, I didn't think I would like the plot because I didn't think there was one. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of interested. I am, too. I'm, too. It's still mainly character-driven. Yeah. Which, when things are character-driven, it's basically just saying that they have a shitty plot. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you know. But, yeah. Um, I guess we're going back to Spring Court, which is upsetting. Yeah, I don't want to go back to Spring Court. I hope it's nice, short, and snappy like the fight on Valerius was. Yeah, me too. I hope it doesn't take that long. Uh, I just want to be with Reese again. I miss Reese. And Asriel. I do love Asriel. I do love Asriel. Well, anyway, thanks so much for listening. Love you. Bye. <laughs>